everyone, my name is Martha Kovac, and I will be your instructor for English language arts this term. Welcome, welcome. Everyone should be on our slides for week one. On the first slide, you will see a welcome uh, message, just uh, with the Georgian logo, logo and a welcome message and my name and email. Slide two, if everyone can move to slide two, is a welcome book called All Are Welcome. This is a book I'm going to be reading in class, so I hope you join us on Tuesday morning from at nine o'clock as we start our class together. I want to welcome students from around the globe. We have students in Punjab and China and all, um, we have half of this class and there are 46 students so far in this class, and half of you are not in Canada yet. <laughs> so I know some of you are still trying to get here, and because of the pandemic, that's been difficult, but we are welcoming you here, and when we get together on WebEx, which is the video um, platform we're going to be using to connect during class, it's going to be just like we're all together. So no worries. Let's go to slide three. <clears throat> this slide is Blackboard. This is the slide that you're going to be using. Uh, this is the tool that you're going to be using the most in this class. When you go to Blackboard and you click on Experiences in Language Arts, that's this course. And when you click on that, you're going to see something that looks like this. On the left, there are going to be some links. One is going to say course outline slash syllabus. That's important. One is going to say weekly learning. One is going to be WebEx, so you know how to get to um, our class. So that's the most important thing you need to know is to get yourself on Blackboard and get yourself to um, get familiar with all of these tabs on the left. If you go to slide four, you will see the course syllabus. The students who have success in this course are the students who download and read their course syllabus. <clears throat> this is located on the left in Blackboard. There'll be a link that says course outline slash syllabus, and that's what you want to click on and download your course syllabus. Everything, all everything you see on the right there is all of your assignments and all of the due dates. Um, on the left, you will see, um, I mean, this, there, there, there are many things in the syllabus. These are just the first two pages. So you're going to read that through and it will tell you everything you need to do in this course. Slide five. This is the weekly learning section. Every week, there will be a folder. When you click on that folder, everything you need to know for that week will be in that folder. So when you click on week one, you will see everything you need for week one in that folder. At the bottom of every week, there will be a to-do list. These are your tasks. You will also have a to-do list or tasks on your course syllabus. Remember that on slide four? Slide four has all of the tasks that you will need to complete this term. 
and every, it goes week by week and gives you all the due dates. So if you go to, um, if you go to, uh, sorry, I got a call there. <laughs> um, if you go to slide five, let's go to slide five. You got the weekly learning. You can always go there. Um, there's also um, some faculty information on the left that if you want to learn more about me. Slide six is the first task that you will have to do, which is a who am I profile. This gives me all kinds of information about you. So I want to know who you are, where you live, what languages you speak, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and, um, and your availability and things like that. I have made one of these for me <clears throat> so that you get to know me too. <clears throat> Sorry. So you want to um, look at mine for an example, fill yours out and submit it through assignments on Blackboard. Slide number seven. How does learning happen is a document that we will be using that talks about these four pillars of learning. So in order for our children to learn, <clears throat> in Ontario, we have this document called How Does Learning Happen? It's not just about how learning happens for children, but for us as well. We all need a sense of belonging. We need to feel like we're engaged and interested in what we're learning. We need to have a sense of well-being, which means we need to feel healthy and we need to feel secure and safe emotionally. And we also need to be able to express ourselves. So, <clears throat> so this course, go to slide eight, is all about expression. We are going to learn how to help children express themselves with their words, with their bodies, and through materials. So we're going to learn more about this in class, but, but that is... Um, but that is the one big thing that we're going to be talking about in this class in particular. Slide nine talks um, shows you a book by Peter H. Reynolds called Say Something. And this is a fabulous book and I'm gonna be reading it aloud in class. So um, I hope that you, uh, I, you will join us on Tuesday morning at nine o'clock from nine till 11. And I will be reading this book plus uh, going over these slides, answering questions, and um, doing a lot of other things as well. Slide 10. Belonging. So belonging is one of the first things that children and adults need to be able to learn. And since everybody's spread out all over the world in this class, we want to make sure that you feel a sense of belonging. How we're going to do that is slide number 11. We are going to post a, a little three minute or less video on Flipgrid using an app called Flipgrid. <clears throat> You're going to introduce yourself and talk about uh, who you are, where you live, whatever you want to say about what, what you're doing here, what you hope to do in your future. And um, mostly what I want to hear about is uh, 
um, what you remember about reading or being read to when you were young. So that's slide 10. We're going to have a little small group discussion about that. So be prepared for that on Tuesday and then go back to slide 11. This is what you're, how you're going to post your Flipgrid. You're going to go to assignments on Blackboard and there will be Flipgrid how-to um, links and a Flipgrid link for you to post your Hello, I Am video. So you, um, in order to use Flipgrid, you have to, everybody is going to download the Flipgrid app. Once you download the Flipgrid app, you can go to the um, how to use Flipgrid um, page that I have posted on assignments and I posted it under week one and it will tell you exactly how to post your video on Flipgrid. This is going to be something we're going to be doing a lot and it's a little finagly at first, but once you figure out how to do it, it's going to be great. It's going to be very easy. So the link is there for you to post um, your video once you've created it. And um, all the information you need is under assignments in Blackboard or under week one. You see my little, that's me there. And I've got my name card and that's what everyone's going to do. You're going to make your own name card. And so you want to um, tell us what your name looks like, how to say your name, specifically break your name up into parts. And I have given you um, my example so that you all know what you're supposed to be doing. And you can look at my example. So um, that's your first assignment or your second assignment. You've got to make the, the Who Am I profile and, and this Flipgrid link. Slide 12. This is how you will be evaluated. All of the um, tasks and assignments and tests are listed here along with how much they're worth. So your Who Am I profile when you hand that in and your Flipgrid introduction, your three-minute video of yourself, is worth 5%. For students who hand in their Who Am I profile and Flipgrid introduction on time, we'll get 5% in this course, and what a great way to start. You will also be responsible for doing three interactive storytellings, and these get posted on, Facebook, on Flipgrid as well. You're going to have some five show what you know assignments, a midterm test, a little quiz, a major assignment, pretend play and language display PowerPoint assignment, and then your final test. You also have to complete an academic integrity model, which um, a module, which which is Georgian College's um, module for everybody, <clears throat> not just this class. So everybody who takes a course at Georgian needs to do this academic integrity model, which is about how to not cheat, how to not copy somebody's words and pretend they're your own, how to not get in trouble or, or, or um, kicked out of school, really, for, for plagiarizing, which, which means um, cutting and pasting somebody else's words and pretending they're your own or putting them into your assignments. Everything you do has to be in your own words. And so this module will help you figure out how to do that. 
And when you don't use your own words and when your ideas come from somewhere else, <clears throat> like a website or an article, then you have to reference that. And you have to tell people where you got that information. That's called referencing. And you're going to need to know how to do that. And so you have to complete this module. When you complete it, you don't have to let me know. The college will keep track. Slide 13. This is a Bichronous course. So how that works is that some of the class you're going to be doing all in your own timing, in your own way. Some of the class you have to attend class. So this is what Bichronous means. Some of it you go through on your own. Some of it you attend class. <coughs> Here's how it works. When you print off your syllabus, there will be a list of tasks every week that you are responsible for doing. Your tasks will also be listed under week, weekly learning for each week. That you do on your own. You also have to attend class on Tuesdays from 9 to 9.50 for my lecture. And I'm going to be role modeling, storytelling, and I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things. That's where I'm going to answer questions. That's where I want you to ask me questions. And then from 10 to 10.50, you're going to be having some small group discussions. So that is your responsibility to do the tasks in your own time and to show up to class from 9 to 11 a.m. on Tuesday mornings. You're going to hand in all assignments on time. If you, you will notice that if you hand an assignment late, the link won't be there anymore for you to hand it in because I cut it off at the due date. So when you say, I couldn't find the link, it's because it's past the due date. So you have to hand in your assignments before the link disappears, which is on the due date. <clears throat> you, um, if you have to miss a test or an assignment, then you have to let me know ahead of time and if you can't, you have to have documentation of why you missed that and what the problem was. I encourage you to ask me questions in class because there are 46 people in our class and I don't want to answer the same question more than once. So a lot of you, whatever your question is, I guarantee other students have the same question. So ask your question in class <clears throat> when we're doing our live class. You could also email me, but I ask you to ask a peer or a friend in the class or one of your small group members, ask, email them first, then email me. And um, if you need support uh, with your learning, please chat with me about that. If you need to contact, if you need help with getting organized or writing, some people need help with their writing, but they don't even know they need help with their writing. <laughs> so if I'm telling you, you need help with your writing, um, you need to contact student services to get some help. They'll help with organization and assignments. And maybe you need to be identified as a um, having learning disabilities. So student services are there for you to help. 
you be successful in your learning. <clears throat> now, all of that being said, if you are feeling stressed or overwhelmed and you just need a day extra extension, then cont or two or whatever your situation is, call, um, email me and let me know the exact time and date that you need the extension until. And um, I will let you know if you can have that extension. So I, the reason we have due dates is so that people don't fall behind. So I encourage you to um, try to hand in everything on time. And if you can't, just email me and say, I'm really feeling overwhelmed. I'm not ready. Could I have until tomorrow at noon? Or can I have until Tuesday at four? Or can I have until Monday at midnight? And I will get back to you about that. I usually respond to emails within a couple of hours, uh, sometimes right away, and, and um, normally not later than 24 hours. So if you haven't heard from me within 24 hours, it's okay to email me again. But I, I usually can respond within that time. As far as marking assignments goes, it takes me about a week because I like to mark everybody's before giving, I'd like to give out everybody's mark at the same time. And there are a lot of students to go through. Slide 14, learning language and loving it. This is our textbook. And yes, you need this. You can find this in hard copy and order it from our bookstore. But for those of you who are halfway across the world, or you're struggling because of COVID to get this textbook, it is available online um, using Kindle. So I went to amazon.ca and I saw it for about $35 and you can um, pay for that Kindle format and then you can have access to it online. For and, and all you have to do is download the free Kindle app and then you can access our textbook. Easy peasy. Okay, that's, that about wraps it up. One last thing, slide 15. Um, on Tuesday morning, you are going to see if you can get your Who Am I profile done. Um, you've got until the following Sunday to do it, but get it done as soon as possible. Get your Flipgrid video introduction video done. And again, you have until next Sunday to do that. And also on Tuesday morning, bring an apple to class for a little activity we're going to be doing. That's it. Slide 16. Congratulations, everyone. You're off to a terrific start in language arts. I am really, really looking forward to meeting you all online with your cameras on. It's really important that you understand that this class is just like we would be in class in person. So just like you wouldn't cover up your face when you walk into class, you're not going to cover up your face when we are online. So when you're online in this class, it's appropriate that you put your camera on and participate as if we were in class. Definitely when you're in your small groups, you must have your camera on. It is not acceptable to have your camera off. And if you have a challenge with that, please let me know um, <clears throat> by email, because it's important that we all feel that sense of belonging and showing your face on camera is a part of that. So I look forward to seeing you soon 
and um, we'll see you Tuesday morning at 9 o'clock a.m. Welcome everyone to week two. I hope you enjoyed your first week and that you all have your Who Am I profiles submitted on us um, to me and that you have done your Flipgrid introduction video. If you have done those two things, you are completely up to date. Plus, you have 100% on your first final, your first assignment. If you open your class slides, you will see uh, our Georgian week two main introduction slide. And then if you flip to the agenda, you will see that these are the main things we will be talking about uh, on Tuesday morning. And it's a big, important class. This is the basis of everything we will be talking about in this class from here on in. So I highly encourage you to watch the recording or make this class, which would be even better. Gosh, by the way, it was so nice to see some of you, so many of you, almost all of you actually, <clears throat> on uh, Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Was that ever fun to chat with you individually like that? That really helps me connect with you, and I hope you enjoyed it too. Okay, on we go. Slide three is Nursery Rhyme Jeopardy. If you don't know what this is, it's a little game that we play in Canada called Jeopardy. And um, it's a beloved game. It's not just Canada. It was like, you know, all of North America knows this game. Maybe you do in India as well. It's a fun game and we're going to be talking about nursery rhymes. So <clears throat> if you have some nursery rhymes in... Um, uh, your home language, your uh, home language, uh, you can think about those this week and think about how important they are. I know a lot of people talked about how their grandmother sang nursery rhymes to them or their mother and what a beloved time that was. And that is not only a wonderful, beautiful, fun time, quality time with children, it actually helps wire their brains to be able to have success with reading later on. So come to class on Tuesday and find out more about that game. And if you're from Canada, you might want to brush up on your nursery rhymes if, uh, if you want to play this game. Next slide. <clears throat> this is called Scarborough's Reading Rope. You are going to learn in this class that there are two main strands for language to become a skilled reader later on. There are two main things that we do as educators that, it are, that will help children become good readers later on. That's what we're going to talk about in class. You will find these all over the internet in many different shapes and forms. Here's one of the forms. <laughs> I got this out of a uh, Facebook. Um, next slide. I got this out of a Facebook group that was talking about structured literacy and the teacher made this Scarborough's reading rope and a bulletin board out of tissue paper. Isn't that great? Here is how this looks in preschool. So you're going to want to look this up and study it um, next week. It talks about on the left, the things that we can do 
to make sure that children have um, a good foundation for being able to hear and play with and manipulate sounds in words. So every time you talk about the first sound in snick, you are helping them with this skill called phonological awareness. Phonological awareness is on the left. And so all of those things that you're doing in the classroom that help children with phonological awareness or the awareness of sounds in words, that's going to help them become good at sounding out words later on. Now look at the right. These are the things that will help children to um, think about what they're reading and and think critically about it and think creatively about it and use their imaginations and understand what they're reading. So that's the whole, that's, that's another group of things that we're going to learn how to do in this class that make sure that children don't just grow up knowing how to sound out words, but they actually can take in and receive the information we're giving them. And, and the information that they're picking up when they're reading. For a lot of people, this comes naturally. But to the children we work with, some of the children it doesn't come naturally to. So we're going to talk about that. Next slide. <clears throat> we're going to talk about belonging again. And I want you to think about the kinds of things that help you feel like you belong in this class. Think about that right now. What are some of the things that have made you feel like you belong in this class? We're going to talk about how to help children feel like they belong when we're reading with them and talking to them and pretending with them. I'm going to tell this story. You do not want to miss this. Next slide is the little red hen. It's a fabulous little folktale. Uh, I'm not sure if you have the same folk tales in India. I know that you have a lot. Somebody last semester read The Golden Goose. And so I'm going to read this story with props and uh, I hope you can make it. Now we're going to talk about what I did in this story to make it engaging. I'm going to show you a little video of how I uh, used real photos to engage children in the story of the little red hen. We're going to talk about how to help children. Oh, next slide. King Bidgood's in the bathtub. King Bidgood's in the bathtub is a terrific book. Um, and we're going to go through that and how, and we're going to learn the difference between questions that you ask that stop children from expressing themselves and questions that you ask that allow children to express themselves with words. Next slide. These are the questions that make all the difference in the kind of questions that you ask while you're reading a book. We're going to talk about that. Next slide. This is phenomenal. Mr. Harry. If you go to YouTube and look up Mr. Harry... He has loads of videos that demonstrate how we can ask questions with children to get them thinking. Not questions to get them to answer 
questions we already know the answer to, like what color is it and what shape is it? And what letter is this? No, 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 no. Mr. Harry helps us work with children to get their thinking going, not just responding, but helping them think critically and creatively. And so if you want, before class, you can look up some of Mr. Harry's um, videos and you will see just how powerful these videos are. Okay, next. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about babies and and um, how uh, when we read to babies, it's a little different than when we read to toddlers or preschoolers. And I'm going to show you the difference there. Because you can't ask a baby, so what do you think? Because <laughs> they can't tell you. They're just babies. So we're going to talk about that. Next slide. Um, we're going to talk about our first interactive storytelling assignment, which is not due until February 7th. So you're fine. But we're going to talk about what that is. And I'll introduce you to the assignment and so that you can start to think about what you want to do for that. These are the things that you're going to do before you read a book, during and after. And you know what? None of this is really going to make much sense until you see me doing it with you. I have to read aloud a couple of stories to you so that you can see what that looks like. So don't worry if you don't understand it right away. This is just an intro. Next slide. What I really want you to start thinking about is exploring some book choices. You can't just grab any children's book, read a story and get full marks or really understand or learn anything in this class. This class is learning what high quality liter children's literature is and um, how to read aloud these stories to get critical and creative thinking going, pretend play going, and language and vocabulary. Uh, last slide. This is a show what you know assignment. We're going to be talking about that and this assignment is listed in your assignment outline but I highly recommend you wait until after Tuesday, until after I've done my lecture before you make your chain and your flip grid uh, so that you know you have even more to add. Okay, so um, I look forward to seeing you Tuesday morning and um, that's it.